Cornerstone Conversations, having a chat with Neil and Matt. G'day, everyone. It's us. We're not dead. We're alive. We are. We are alive, Neil. <laughs> We're breathing. This is Corner, Cornerstone Conversations with Neil and Matt. It is. And we're back. We are. For a week at least. No, more longer. Than that. Longer than that. Consistency. Consistency. That's yeah. what we're going for. So I've been away. That's why. You're away. You, um, yeah, we're. Went what, to what? Chicans to How? see my new granddaughter, oh, Harriet. It was very nice. Harriet. Yeah. Very cool. Very cute. Yeah, very nice. Little. Less than three kilos, so she's tiny, but she was uh, bigger by the time we left. She'd got back to her birth weight. Well done. Yes, amazing. That was your influence, obviously. <laughs> it must have been, yeah. Mm, okay. And I'd take that however you like now. I don't know. She copied my eating habits. I don't, yeah, actually, I'm not really sure what I was implying by that. So, uh, <laughs> oh, dear. Hey, uh, Matt, we yes. had a sort of special service on Sunday. We did. Uh, we had you and, uh, and the crew. So we had Me and the crew. Yeah. yeah. Few of the people that have been long termers at Cornerstone, so all over ten years, I believe. Yeah, it's pretty crazy. Although it's a bit hard to work out actually when uh, Dean Ham, who was on the committee, was saying he'd been there for eight hundred and something weeks. I it was eight hundred and fifty two weeks. Yeah. Or something. Yeah, so he was being very I think it was I think it was more than that, to be honest. Yeah, I think so too. Because I, I reckon because we're sixteen years. Myself. And my lovely wife have been around for 16 and... It's about the same. Something. They're about the same time. Not, yeah. not long after us anyway, I don't think. Or maybe even before. I can't remember if they were before, going before or after. But anyway. There you go. So long-term yeah, people. Long-term people. Long-term people. Yeah. And Other than yourself, obviously, because you've been... You, <laughs> since the beginning. You, you've been since the beginning of time. Yeah, that's right. Exactly. Yeah. Before the beginning of time. Before the beginning of time. Yeah, so there's yeah. myself and there's another couple out in the congregation that have been here since day one. So it was Matt and Caroline Francis. Yes. Shout out to them. They Woo-hoo. won't be listening, but anyway. <laughs> no, they will be, surely. Maybe. Maybe. Anyway, so they've been here the whole time. I've been here the whole time. My wife, obviously, Joe, as well. Yep. Um, but the the reason that we did it was to just sort of talk about the journey of those people and what they'd found at Cornerstone, how they connected in and stuff like that. Yep. And pretty interesting to me um, and my wife. So Joe obviously being here all that time, just seeing how people connected in. Because even for us, you don't really hear the whole story all the time. Mm. And, um, yeah, I, you know, as I listened to it, you were referring it to our... Uh, cornerstone purpose statement. Yes. Which is? Oh, it is. It is to share God's message of life. Mm-hmm. Leading people into God's family. Yep. Teaching them to grow in faith and love. Uh-huh. And equipping them to share his message wherever they are. Yeah. Well, I like that. Purpose. I like that statement. It's, it's great. It's, uh, yeah, I mean, it, it encompasses... What our what our heart is as as cornerstone, mm. um, and you know I think I think at times we do it really well. At times, maybe not as well as we could, and it, and it's good to be reminded of of what our heart should be. Mm. Um, and and I, I guess the, the the point of of Sunday was yeah just to to hear the journeys of those that have been here for a long time um, to 
you know, to, to recognise again the heart for, for who we are as as Cornerstone and, you know, even just to, to sort of do a, a bit of a check-in with where we're at right now and is, is, you know, is that who we are and, you know, where are we lacking and what do we need to do in that space? But also, you know, to encourage people is where, we, where we've come from, where we are now and where we want to go to and get people excited about what, what God has in store for us mm. here at Cornerstone. Yeah, so what would you say the overall messaging from the panel was? What, what the, was? Uh, def- definitely that that getting involved and and uh, serving using the gifts and abilities that each of them have was was crucial for them to find uh, real connection within the church community. Yep. Um, and you know, I think that's something that as as Christians, regardless of whether we're at Cornerstone or or wherever we might be, that connection into a church, into a, a group of fellow believers is is crucial um, for us to to really walk the journey that, that Jesus has in, intended for us to mm. to be connected to that body and, and to be, you know, operating in the, the gifts and abilities that we have and using them for God's glory and for God's purpose. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's pretty good. And I think like when I was reflecting on it, there was a lot of talk about, um, you know, I felt like, you know, I was wrapped around with arms of love, you know, people love me. A couple of people were in a bad place. Um, you know, one of the panel was talking about how they sort of didn't really know who they were mm. and they grew and like you said, it was a lot of lot to do with connection in mm. to uh, ministry, and like just so happens, a lot of them went through the worship team, like as in were part of the worship team, and that was part of it. But I know that they all all had joined connect groups, they all served and had a heart for serving, yeah, um, which does honestly bring you together with people, yeah, um, it does. But one of one of the things that I feel like, because it was quite, I was just really quite moved by it all, just thinking, you know, actually, yeah, that's who we are. Um, but at the same time, I feel a little bit like it's not who we are sometimes, you know, mm. like now. And de- I don't know what the reasons are, but I feel probably, and like, you know, we, we don't like, I don't like to blame COVID for everything, but there's certainly a change during COVID and after COVID. Um, from before COVID. So, you know, personal relationships were, I feel, a lot stronger before. Yeah. Um, and somehow there's a bit of a wall put up between people. I mean, if you get, even if you look at it now, people don't even want to go back to work. Mm. You know, like there's big protests and we're going to all resign if we have to go back to the office. I'm happy to be home by myself, you know, and I think that sort of speaks into that connection thing. We've become mm. used to not being connected. And yep. um, it was actually quite a long period of time where we weren't meant to be going to other people's houses or if we did, it could only be a certain number or, you know, or there was total lockdowns. And it destroyed community, to be honest, like for a long time. Yeah. Yeah. And, and so with the church itself, you know, thinking about, who we're meant to be and, and like when I reflect on what they were saying you know it's like the arms of love people said hello you know maybe they got invited back to someone's house for lunch or something 
Um, I'm wondering if that is something that we really need to uh, fix, yeah, so to speak. Yeah. What do you think? Yeah, I think you're right. I think, you know, again, not wanting to blame COVID for everything, but it's given an excuse for people not to not to invest like we perhaps once did. And, um, you know, I think I think there's a real opportunity for us to just, again, like like what the purpose for Sunday was in terms of reflecting on where we're at and where, where we're going to and, and who we are is is just the opportunity to, to look and, and think about the things that we can do to contribute to the body. And that can that can be as simple as, you know, looking for for people after church and having a chat to them and inviting them home for lunch on a Sunday or or, you know, just uh, providing that opportunity for for connection with people, um, you know, putting ourselves out there, um, you know, being part of you know, serving in the church, whether that's you know welcoming people through the door. You know, what a great way to to meet people, even if you're not great with interacting with people. You know what I mean? Like, yep. You know, sometimes it's a real struggle just to walk up to someone and have a conversation with them after church, but to be standing at the door and greeting people and shaking their hands saying, good morning, how are you? Welcome. Yep. You know, it's it's a no-brainer really. Yeah. You know, and it gives you that opportunity for connection with people, um, you know, and maybe you'll find out that actually, actually isn't that bad to talk to people. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Um, you know, and, you know, I guess there's, there's other things as well that we can, you know, maybe we need to reflect on our, our on our priorities as well. You know, are we, mm. are we coming to church and then, as soon as church is done, we're out the door because we've got to get onto the next thing rather than hanging about and, you know, building building community and, and connecting with the people there, having a coffee and just having a, a chat and having real conversation with people. Um, you know, yep. yeah. Yeah, I think too, I think it's like, important. Um, that, that whole thing of not having any margin in your life isn't always just because of other parts of your life. It can sometimes be because of your own ministry stuff mm. or doing stuff in the church and, and you're like you actually lose focus that it's about people and yeah you know if you think about the transient nature of the northern territory particularly but even in other stuff i've read um of churches in the united states or probably in the rest of australia you know over five years 80 percent of the church sort of churns through mm. Because people move away, maybe yep. that maybe that's too high. But even here, you would know that's quite true. You know, like the number of people that have moved on interstate yep. and and stuff is just phenomenal. And you're not talking about you know people that aren't committed to the church. You're talking about people that are making valuable contributions to this church. Now, yep. understanding that you know one of the one of the things I believe God wants us to do is to grow and go out and get the new harvest and get rid of some of the old seed and yep. not in like, oh, you're too old, go. But the people that have matured and stuff go out and do something useful somewhere else, yep. right? Yeah. Uh, because there's not enough room for you here anymore. No, now, that's, right. that's not the case. There is room. There's Please come. Room. Yeah. Always room. Yeah. <laughs> I, like, I like what you're saying there, though. Like I see, you know, you're right. There's, there's, there is a transient nature of, of the NT, of where, where we are. But to see those who have been invested in in the past and have contributed here you know there's uh, you know i love the word legacy and and you know that's still visible to you know things that have been done by people who are no longer here that are still evident and still play a really important part of who we are in our culture and all that kind of stuff but also 
to recognise those people that, that were here but have now gone elsewhere are also still actively doing the same as what they were doing here and to sort of see that reach of, of who we are going out further than just here, you know yeah. what I mean? Um, and so I, I would, you know, I'd, I'd be encouraging people, you know, even, even with that transient nature in, in mind, not to make that an excuse to not connect yeah. and to not be involved, but just wherever you find yourself for whatever period of time to be using the gifts and abilities that you have and your time and your skill and your resources to contribute to the church community that you find yourself in. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I agree. So two two sort of sides of this coin, right? Yes. We've got a transient population. So yes. first side is hey, you might only be here for a year. Might you be here for two years and if you're in the territory maybe you'd stay you came for six months and you're here ten years later. Who knows? Yeah. yeah. But um being able to just say, okay, I'm going to use my gifts and support where I am, right? Yeah. Because overall, it's like growing the church worldwide, isn't it? Or, you know, wherever I am, I want to be part of growing the church because the church isn't our church. The other side of the coin, which I've found can happen in Darwin, and I don't know, maybe we've sort of hit a bit of that place at the moment, is that you just get sick of people leaving, Yep. You know, you form these great connections with the people and another one leaves and another one leaves and you're just like, this sucks. I can't yep. be bothered anymore. I can't be bothered anymore. Yep. Yeah. You, yep. you almost get to that stage. And so yep. you got people coming in and it's almost like you get jaded. You're like, oh, I can't be bothered connecting. Hmm. And that's just not right. No, it's not godly and it's not what we should be like. And to be able to get a mindset of like, you know what, I'm going to make the most of the relationships with people when they come in that are new because they need a place to belong, right? So we're saying in our statement, you know, that we're a family, you know, we want you to come in and, you know, be connected to God's family. Yeah. But then at the end of it, we actually specifically say equipping them to be, you know, carry God's message of love wherever they are. Yeah. So even in that statement, it's saying, you know, you might not be here, but wherever you are, but wherever you are, yeah, which means that there's going to be pain, yeah, for us as um, as Christians here, and and in the territory too, you can get these massive years of increase, and then these massive years of losses, and it's it's sort of like a bit of a yo-yo sometimes in the church, you know, you're mm. like you got this amazing season, all these people are coming in, and then one year, like you see that, I mean, I know at uh, where my wife works at the NT Christian schools. Some years, all of a sudden, there's seven or eight teachers leave. Yeah. And it's like, okay, <laughs> mm -hmm. it's hard to handle, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, you get it in your area as well. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's right. And so you're constantly, like in the business situation, having to re-recruit, retrain, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. But in our own Christian way, how are we going to love new people well? Yeah. You know, because we might feel a little bit jaded. We mm. might feel a little bit let down. And we might actually be a little bit heartbroken. Um, and and I think, you know, as I look at the church, I really think we're in this sort of a little bit of a renewal time where we're like, okay, we're getting back to who we are really. Because mm. yeah. um, it has been tough. Like, There's no doubt about it. Um, and, you know, as everyone would know, you get all these interest rate rises over the last year like, mm. and a bit. So 11 rate rises, that's unusual. 
out of our control and you know we built in 2018 and so all of a sudden that loan has just skyrocketed you know yeah. what i mean yeah. without there's no no one predicted it the reserve bank governor said interest rates aren't going to go up for yeah. a long time yeah and very soon afterwards they went up 11 months <laughs> out of 12 yeah. Yeah. or something so um they all put pressure on things um, but the biggest thing that we have to always remember is that it's about that statement again, which is sharing God's message of love, yeah. bringing people into God's family. Yeah, We're not here to, to have money. It's nice no. when we do, but, yeah. you know, and you do need it to operate, but it's about, are we focusing on that part of that statement? Yeah. Yeah. So... What do you got to say about that? No, I agree. I agree, Neil. What's yeah? Where's our where's our focus at? You know, that's and 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 that's right. You know, we do need to do that that inviting in and and that connection part better. Um, and and I think you know, there's there's opportunity for for each one of us to be in that space of even you know, if we're a new person coming in, to be hmm. actively seeking out that connection. Yes, as well, and not not expecting, you know, those that are that are already in the church to be there, coming and finding us out because you know yep. they might be in exactly the same boat as you, and you don't even realise it, and then yep. you know, so and and that affects your attitude and all that kind of stuff as well. So, you know, I think we're we're all in this, um, in this together, and and you know, I guess just recognising, you know, what God's calling us to do here in this place, which is, you know as we've talked about, is to is to grow people in their wisdom and understanding of who God is and their connection with Christ, to, to, to know what it is to love and then to go out into the world and to, to share that that knowledge and that understanding with, with everyone. And, you know, mm. that's that's really what the world needs right now is to, and it always has, yeah. is, to, is to know God's love, to exactly know right. his for grace and forgiveness. Um, yep. You know, and that's up to us. Those of us who believe to, to be in the space to do that, and we need to make sure we get back to back yeah. to doing that. We'll start doing that if we haven't ever done yeah. that. If we're only going through the motions for our own own benefit and our own redemption, then you know, time to step up. As, yep. as one of the, I think one of the guys on, on the panel on Sunday put on put on your big boy pants. <laughs> yeah, he said God uh, told him to do that. God told him to put on his big boy pants and just and just step into the things that that he's been asked to do. And you know, I think we all need to do that. We all need to. You know, when our feet hit the floor in the morning, you know, God, what do you want me to do today? How are you going to use me today? Yeah. Um, and and make sure that we're obedient to that. Yep. Um, and that might require us to put on our big boy pants. Yes. Or big girl pants. Or big girl pants. Yeah. Or pants. <laughs> <laughs> Let's all do that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that would be good. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, that's good, Matt. Yeah, no, it was really good and, and you... You led that panel. I think you did a great job of uh, well, asking the you. questions. If you want to listen to that panel discussion, go to our website. Uh, yep. Look up ccfnt.org.au. Yep. And go to media. And to media, and it'll be there along where probably where you found this podcast. We also have a YouTube channel. Did you know we have a YouTube? So you can actually you can actually watch the video of it, Neil. Oh, really? Yeah. Um, which is which is you just go to YouTube and you search for Cornerstone Christian Fellowship NT. Mm-hmm. And there it is. Fantastic. We're so technological. We are so technolo- technologically <laughs> minded. 
We're all over. We're all over this, man. Yeah, you can watch it on our one fixed camera because we camera. are so good. It's and it's a it's a great quality camera. Uh, yeah, excellent. You know, camera makes people look good. Does it? <laughs> That's, I've heard some rumor about it. I heard it adds doing... 10 pounds. Oh. So whenever you're looking at me up the front there, I'm actually like quite fit, oh, healthy. Yeah. Oh, yeah, but it's a, it's a, it's a blurry, <laughs> a blurry, blurry 10 pounds. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well. Anyway, no, it's all good. Yeah. Um, but yeah, those those things are there. So Great. Yeah. Good on you, Matt. Awesome. And, 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 and Neil, <laughs> and Neil. Baptism coming. Oh, baptism yeah, coming Sunday. up on Sunday, which is awesome. Love baptism. Yeah, we've got one at the moment, but we've got we can one. But there's one. always opportunity for more. Yeah, exactly. So, but that's no. Even even one is exciting. Yeah, it's very good. Uh, it's really cool. So, and we've modified our water tank. We've cut it down a bit. Oh. So I, I I think that's part of the experience <laughs> yeah. of getting baptized. That wasn't it? Is, wasn't is it hard watching? <laughs> The six-foot ladder climb for the people over the ninety. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> you almost need a crane, yeah, anyway. a hoist or something. But no, <laughs> yeah. we don't need to do that anymore. Apparently, no, that's no, been all very, modified ex- and very exciting. It's yeah. gonna be good, man. I think it's, so. It's great, and so yeah, yeah a nice time of year to be baptized. A bit warm and bit, bit warmer. Yeah, uh, might even rain and fill up the the baptismal tank for what? us. What? That's cool. Mm. Excellent. All right. That'd be very cool. Anyway, yes. Thanks, Matt. Thanks, Neil. Mm-hmm.